Welcome to The Next Scene, the podcast taking on pop culture and the world, one scene at a time. I'm your host, Sean. And I'm your other host, Brian. All right. Welcome back, Brian. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, Today, we're taking on, the scene we're taking on is Ice Cube's song from his 1992 album, The Predator. It was a good day. Yes. One of yes. my- so, so Brian, why is why is today a good day? Well, today is a good day because we're discussing it was a good day. It's All very right. meta. <laughs> this was one of the first songs. I I was pretty young. I was twelve or thirteen, probably when I got this album. Mm-hmm. I I don't think our parents even really knew what <laughs> any of this was. I, I remember this was one of the first CDs. I ever owned. Uh, this was probably one of maybe two or three rap albums I, I owned. Uh, the first was, of course, Ice Cube's partner, Dr. Dre, Dre Day. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, another classic. And this song just was great. It just had everything in it. And as a matter of fact, the video, if you remember, Sean, was yeah. even great back when they used to make videos, of course. Yeah. Do they still make videos? I, I don't even know. <laughs> Um, I think so, but I don't know where the, I guess they go right to YouTube or TikTok right. or whatever the kids are doing. I know MTV isn't playing videos. So. Right. I mean, this, uh, this was huge back, back then. Uh, Ice Cube to me was, was one of the, probably my top five favorite rappers. Uh, I've always liked Dre, Cube, NWA. Uh, we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you even, uh, I hope you could share some insight. You were actually in California during some of this booming times <laughs> yeah for uh, yeah for, for about i spent about a year in southern california and this that was yeah this is interesting this is really you know a, 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 another good pick last time we talked about quick change was another brian pick that i really enjoyed this is another one that like i wouldn't have thought of it but then as soon as you said it i'm like yeah and this is this is aged really well so this is on the the predator album was released early uh february in 93 and so i was a little bit older than than you were then i'm still a little, little bit older um <laughs> oh now i'm older than you so yeah yes, yeah you, you've caught up and since passed me <laughs> but i was older then so i was i you know little i was into to the rap thing and at the time i was not into ice cube that much and i actually picked it up i'm trying to remember it 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 was probably 94. It was probably well after release that mm-hmm. I first picked up the CD and started listening to this. And yeah, it has aged really well. And and you mentioned the video and a lot of those early videos were it was just like a concert, just performance, either a, a snippet from, from an actual concert or a staged performance with the band lip syncing. And there were, you know, not, not, all videos, but that was kind of most of the videos were, were something like that, where this is one of the videos where it's it's a little movie. There's no scene of Ice Cube in a studio or standing before a, a microphone. It's not a performance video. It's a little movie chronicling a day in the life of of Ice Cube. So mm-hmm. it's it's a nice little film. It's a, it's a nice video. It's a nice it's a it's really a short movie. It's, it's a, you know. I don't know if it was nominated for an Oscar in, in the shorts category, but certainly could have. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah. So just a little bit of background. I, I mentioned I didn't get this right away. I remember three albums that were released right around this time. Um, there was The Chronic from, from Dr. Dre, uh, Cube's NWA bandmate, comes out in December 92, like late in 92, I remember. And then around the same time that this came out, The Predator, there was also In God We Trust from Brand Nubian. I remember like kind of the two big rap albums coming out around that time. And, you know, very few people remember uh, brand, brand Nubian. <laughs> sure that I'm sure just to mention that name is there's some people going, Oh wow. Yeah. I remember them. And some people are like going to the Wikipedia or Google to look that up. Yeah. Brand Nubian was a, was a big band back in the day. Obviously Dre blew up um, with the chronic and, and, you know, mm-hmm. sell out to Al, uh, Apple, you know, the beats by Dre. So now he's a billionaire and he's a big mogul. And, um, you know, Ice Cube was certainly successful. He's still putting out music and would go on to go on to become an actor. And, and so was certainly successful. But um, I, I've, yeah, I felt never quite reached that Dre level in, um, you know, in pop culture. But listening to it now, it's I, I think it's aged much better than The Chronic. And it's also musically more interesting. One thing I found, if you, if you listen to The Chronic and you put it side by side with Parliament's Greatest Hits, mm-hmm. it's like it really emphasizes, if you listen to one after the other, it emphasizes that the the samples musically, The Chronic um, as a whole, there's a lot of samples from Parliament and Funkadelic and George Clinton. And it's now that's great. I, I love that music. Love George Clinton. Mm-hmm. I can listen to that all day. I believe George Clinton even had a, a song with Cube on this album. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So but it's you know, but it's 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 a lot in that vein, whereas the Predator just talking about the album as a whole, we're you know, mm-hmm. we can focus in on the, the individual song, but as a whole, just the CD, there's a wider range of samples musically. There's a wider range. So it's it's more interesting. Mm-hmm. And I found as as I've matured and grown, I've become I've, you know, the the play has has swung in terms of how often am I gonna go back and listen to the chronic? I remember, you know, it in the 90s, like I was in college when it came out and we would listen to it nonstop. I mean, listen to it, repeat, listen to it again right away. The chronic was on co- constant play. But thinking last five or 10 years, how many times have I played the chronic beginning to end? Probably none. You know, I mean, if, if you know, if, if one of those old Dre songs come on, well, I guess now it's Rock the Bells. It used to be Backspin, the, 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 the classic hip hop station on, on Sirius XM radio. If they play a Dre song, I'll sing along. I get into it. But it's not an album I'm pulling out to play beginning to end, whereas The Predator I've probably done it two or three times within just the past year, within the past 12 months, just beginning to end. Let's beginning listen to, to the predator. Interesting. Now th- these days I feel like albums, albums back then you could do that. You could play it and it, it, mm-hmm. it was like a movie. It, each song kind of built, there was a theme. Now, I, I mean, I gotta be honest. I have not listened to a whole album <laughs> In, yeah. in probably in years, yeah. I, I feel like now it's all about the singles and the streaming. I I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Tell me, am I wrong? Well, no, I, I I don't think you're wrong. And I think and I think artists have adjusted to that. That it's right. with the streaming, and you can go on. You can buy a, instead of buying an album for ninety nine cents, you can buy a single track. And I think I think artists have adjusted. That's the way people 
listen these days or they have it on their mp3 player and they have it on shuffle people don't listen to albums and artists don't make albums and that's another thing about um about ice cube that i've come to appreciate more is um when when cds came out i think cds hold i think it's like 88 minutes or 82 minutes a cd would hold just more audio than an lp record and that allowed artists to get a little more expansive they could put uh, more songs before you had to go to a double album, um, you know, which would kind of be extraordinary. Most of the times the artists would kind of keep a release to, uh, you know, a single long playing album, which I think was, I think it's 52 minutes. I like it's 26 minutes aside for, for a stereo LP or something like that. So you've got an extra half hour. Suddenly you can move with, and a lot of hip hop and rap, they did, you know, skets, little vignettes, They'd have, you know, there was like a funny voicemail they had, you know, just a lot of non-music things, um, and which is something that that Dre did on the Chronic as well. And those yes. things, yeah, I never really liked those. I never enjoyed those. I'm always skipping those. I'm like, I just want to get to the next song. I want to listen to the the music. I don't want to hear your little skit you're doing with your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Predator has a couple of those that I don't skip that they fit in. Again, it's. Um, now all the songs stand up on their own. Certainly, you know you've got you know check yourself with with Das Effects. You've got uh, this song. You know it was a good day. The Predator, uh, Wicked. You know there's a lot of good songs that stand alone. But as an album, it is there's a theme. There's a story. Right. And the couple little vignettes, the couple little non musical tracks on it really fit in as a as a as a, a co- co- cohesive whole work of art. So I, I, you know, yeah. So I will again. I guess showing my age. I don't know if the, you know, if the kids have ever done this these days. But listen to it. Yeah, beginning to end, every single track, all the songs, the little um, vignettes between tracks, and you know, between songs and, and all the other things. I think. And how are you listening? Did you have the actual CD? <laughs> I have the the eight track. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I have the CD now. I. Where the CD is, I don't know. So mm-hmm. what I do is I buy a CD. I still buy CDs. I like having a hard copy sort of, um, you know, if anything happens with the electronic version, I've got a, a hard copy backup. Right. But these days I, I buy a CD, I rip it to MP3, and then I'm just playing it on the MP3 player. Okay. But you do somewhere have the CD. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you still have the CD? Do you have the CD? Somewhere that you can that you could retrieve. Yep. I, I still have the CD and uh, it, it is also back then. And I don't know if this was because I was I was a little younger. You'll tell me if you did this. The CD, the the, the insert, mm-hmm. uh, pulling it out and looking at the some would have lyrics. I don't think the Predator had lyrics. I think it was just sort of scenes again, kind of like a story. And that's something we don't see anymore. And that added to it. You would. I would play the Predator, look through the CD jacket insert, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. and it it was a whole it was a whole unit. Yeah, it was, and and I think this was even more with with vinyl and without you know phys, you know the large albums, ver, you know versus CD, but it was it was like a whole experience. It you know almost like you know it could be ceremonial, like a tea ceremony, mm-hmm. like you know taking it out of the package, putting the disc in the player, you could handle handle the inserts, look at the liner, liner notes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't even think to, to go look for it. 
um, in my boxes of CDs. I'll, maybe I'll pull it out later and see if there's any interesting. But yeah, I don't recall. Probably didn't have the lyrics. Uh, some albums do, but that's more a rock and roll yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't think the lyrics were on there. But it would have, mm-hmm. you know, would would say what collaborators, who was on the track. Right. Editor's note here. I did pull out my CD copy of The Predator. And as we suspected, uh, the liner notes do not include lyrics to the songs. Uh, but they do have the, uh, for each song, there is a writer, a producer, and then an indication of samples. So uh, for It Was a Good Day, we have written by Ice Cube. Produced by G- DJ Pooh, uh, contains samples from Footsteps in the Dark, as recorded by the Isley Brothers, and also Come On Sexy Mama, as recorded by The Moments. Uh, there's a few other things, indication of uh, Ice Cube's management, art direction for the CD packaging, um, some uh, thank yous and acknowledgements. Um, the, the most interesting thing I found looking back at the uh, the CD liner notes is Ice Cube's 900 number 1-900-976 cube that you can call for a dollar 49 per minute and the average call is 3 minutes uh it does say a portion of the proceeds will be donated to rebuild LA it does not say what um what you actually get <laughs> what happens when you call one nine hundred nine seven six cube, and I was not brave enough to test it out. You, dear listener, if um, if you're brave enough, uh, give it a call and, and let me know or let us know. So again, that number is one nine hundred nine seven six cube. That's nine seven six two eight two three. It's a dollar forty nine per minute, or at least it was in nineteen ninety three. I don't know if that's if they index that price uh, for inflation and kids. Get your parents' permission before calling. That's right. And, and back then, I that's how I found a lot of the music. Uh, some of my first CDs, like I said, was this, The Chronic, um, Run DMC, and listening and going through and, and hearing guest spots. Uh, that's how I found people. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do we want to – so let's uh, – to, to bring it back specifically to It Was a Good Day, do we want to talk a little bit about, about the samples in this song? Sure. So I found um, I found there's there's two primary samples. One is and and talk about getting introduced to new music. The the primary sample is from the Isley Brothers, a song called "Footsteps in the Dark." I know the Isley Brothers, and it's a you know one of those kind of old time soul groups that that I learned about through being sampled by hip hop artists. Mm-hmm. And I'll I'll edit in a little clip of the song as soon as you listen to it. You know it. So this is the main melody of It Was a Good Day is from, you know, from this song Footsteps in the Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, as, as soon as the first notes, it kind of the, the song itself begins with a drum beat and then the guitar comes in. And as soon as it comes in, you're like, oh, this is this is It Was a Good Day. You know, that main melody line of That's the song. Right. So it's from from the Isley Brothers. And then the the other uh, the other sample I found is from, and this is all new to me, a, a group called The Moments, which I hadn't heard of before, and a song called "Sexy Mama." And the 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 sample the there's kind of an ooh ah like ooh ah ooh ah, <laughs> which 
I apologize. Yes, I know yes. my singing is not good. Um, I'll 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 edit in a, a sample of the actual song, but like so, those ooh ahs right. are from from yeah, a song called "Sexy Mama" from the moments. So yeah, this is kind of a, a, a smooth soul soul groove. You can probably get get an idea from the title "Sexy Mama" what the song's about. <laughs> yeah, so so that's another you know another thing where I don't know if they were doing it on purpose. You know, in terms of um, you know was Ice Cube thinking? Well, these are some of my favorite artists, and I want to you know we've got all these you know suburban middle class white kids that we want to introduce to kind of old 60s and 70s funk and soul they probably weren't thinking that he was probably just thinking hey this probably. is a good groove that i can exactly. uh, that i can rap over um but yeah so there so a, a couple good samples that we that we hear in uh in the good day yes and day. and we'll spare everybody from actually rapping the <laughs> the lyrics right now but I, what i liked about it it's mm-hmm. it's a fairly basic day it was just him going about his day Going on a date, playing some basketball, it eating some bacon, and that's a good day. It's it could be simple. It never had to be anything, uh, some crazy day. And I always liked that. It always like okay, you know, today it was a good day. Maybe you didn't do much. Maybe you just hung around, but it was a good day. <laughs> that's yeah. what that song taught me. I'm, that is that is really what I took from it. Yeah, I mean, this is really. Like outstanding in the sense of it, it is apart from usual usual fiction and work of arts, and this can be this can be paintings and novels and movies as well as songs. Usually, the narrative is something extraordinary. It's um, right. you know saving the day or an extraordinary love s- story, um, you know, whirlwind romance or superheroes or something. And this is just mm-hmm. you know what at breakfast. I hung out with my friends. I played some ball. I hooked right. up with my girl. I got, you know, I, I, I got a burger on the way home and mm-hmm. that's it. It was a good day. Right. I'm like, yeah. And that, and that's really what I liked about it. Cause it was, it was just an ordinary day. Um, and especially I think we, you know, you were a little bit older, but we didn't have too many responsibilities. I would say back then you, you much more than me, uh, but <laughs> you know, not nothing insane. Yeah, and, I mean, I, w- I was in college when this came out, so I was not – I didn't have, like, a mortgage and bills to pay and everything. Right. So th- this was what – yeah, I'm hanging out with my friends. I'm having a burger. This is great. This is what life can be about, and it could be and it could be fun and happy. Well, I like this, and I think this is going back to the theme of how well this is aged, that this is – kind of that lesson is, is, is pertinent for today. Now – Yes. Even just in this age of social media, of Instagram and everything else, where you know you've got a there's so many pictures of people taking pictures of the food because they're having this extravagant meal, or pictures because I'm traveling and I'm a holiday, and you know, mm-hmm. social media is so much tilted towards not just the best parts of life, but then making everything seem even better. Like that, there can be that pressure of bigger and better, and I've got to have fancier selfies and I have to be in a more exciting location and kind of keeping up with everything and all this pressure from social media. Mm -hmm. And again, here he's saying like, yeah, you know what? I didn't get arrested. 
that was a good day. Right. You know, I right. just went, I hung out, I was with my friends, my girl, like I didn't, he's not saying, oh, I signed this huge record deal. Right. And, you know, sold a million albums. And even, you know, he's talking about, oh, you know, last week I got a triple double. He's not talking about, oh, I'm on, I'm playing on the Lakers with LeBron. He's like, I'm just, I'm at the park with my friends right. in a friendly game. And, and, and it was good, you know, exactly. so like, nope, no pressure. It's not you know, trying to be more impressive or fancier than the guy next door. It's just, I'm doing my thing and, and I'm, and, and I'm happy. And like, I think that's a good, that's a good message for everyone. That's, that's what I took from it. That's what I think you're right about today. It, it could be even more of a great message. Yeah. Now, what do you think about, what do you think about this day? Is this like, you know, getting into the particulars of what he's doing? Does this, does this sound like a good day for you? This this sounds like a great day. You have bacon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's just start right there. It's a great day. You yeah. have bacon. <laughs> Any day that starts with bacon, I'm happy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you get this. I I might have missed this. I, wait, did he not eat bacon? He didn't eat bacon. Yeah, I probably should have. Um, no, because yeah, because Mama oh, yeah. cooked the breakfast with no hog. Oh yeah, I'm trying to look at the lyrics right now. Yeah, which was weird. Oh, so like, like, hmm. Uh, Candy, go back. He needs to CGI in bacon. If you watch the video, it actually it starts with a pan that it looks mm-hmm. like it looks like a pan with bacon in it, and then it kind of fades into hash browns or like an egg casserole mix up. Mm-hmm. Like like the bacon okay. disappears. Because um, um, I guess I this, to, nah, we'll just we'll just leave it the way it is. We'll I guess. Well, because I think like like around this time, or maybe a little bit after this. Cube uh, converted to Islam, and of mm-hmm. course, similar to the the kosher rules for uh, Judaism, there you know, pig is there's no pig, pigs right. forbidden. Yeah, so this yeah, so that mm-hmm. would not be a good day for me. I would I would like to start with the bacon, but yeah. of course, yeah, need it. Uh, you're you're hanging out with your friends, like you like you mentioned, you're playing some ball, you're hooking up with your girl. Is there really anything better? I mean, no, that's really, you know, playing, playing some craps. I mean, I never really got into dice. I think we're more of a, we're more of a poker family. Right. Yes. We didn't get too much into dice, but just that kind of thing, a little friendly competition, throwing the bones, some dominoes. That was always got right. big into dominoes around this time. When I was in college, I had introduced, I had a couple of roommates that were big into dominoes and they introduced me. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I would have been into that. I wasn't. I don't, I don't get out to the courts as much as I used to in my older days, but when I was younger, you know, get in, there's, there's some, you know, he's not just sitting on his butt on the couch watching MTV all day. He's, you know, there is some physical activity. So there's, you know, there's a good balance. There's some, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we, we played some, you know, we played some board games. We played some dominoes. We watched some MTV, but we also got out. We got some fresh air. We were on the court. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do think this is, I would consider this a good day. And uh, the yeah. smog situation, how was that when you were there? Oh, yeah, that was that was bad. That was bad. Now, it was okay. starting to get better. So when I was when I was in Southern California, it was like 89, 90. So a few years before this and things had been cleaned up. I Like the 70s and early 80s, it was much worse in terms of air quality and smog. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, there were there were we. Um, you know, the year I was there, there'd be a couple smog days, like so a couple warnings, just don't go out or kind of limit your physical activity if you're going to be outside because of the air quality. 
Okay, so a day without smog is is another factor. Yeah, especially out there in Southern California. You know, it's one of those things where it the efforts to fix things or, or address issues was so good that people can forget that there were ever issues at all, particularly around right. the environment and cleaning up. And yeah, so I mean, I I've, I haven't been out to California, specifically Southern California. I haven't been out there in a long time. But from what I hear, that it, you know the issue is a lot better that. That mm-hmm. people may forget how bad it, it once was. But yeah, so for this for this period of time, for when when Cube was growing up, you know, in Southern California, that would have been a real issue to be like, can we can we go out to the the park and play basketball today? If we go, are we gonna, you know, is it gonna affect our performance? Are we gonna be able to breathe? Right. You know, that was like a, a real consideration. And you see it in countries like China that are a little bit behind the U.S. in in industrial development, and also a little bit behind in their environmental laws and, and regulations. Mm-hmm. Now they're, you know, it's kind of um, I don't know if ironic's the right word. Like they're catching up in terms of regulations. At the same time, we're kind of sliding back. Now they're sort of easing up some of the environmental regulations here in the U.S. But it's mm-hmm. like you know those things. It wasn't just you know, environmental extremists that don't want anyone to have a good time. Like, you know, those regulations were developed for a reason. And, um, you know, listen to, listen to Cube. He'll tell you. That's right. (laughs) And he, and he, and he was all, all this is rapping about what he knows, which, which doesn't, not every artist I think would be as real. I mean, he could have easily tried to make this, uh, relevant for everyone i mean like we said there's a lot of themes that are relevant but the smog the maybe some of the more the south central la uh, it's an environment i i did i didn't know mm-hmm. uh, certainly then but he kept to what he knew he included that even though it could have been just for a small set of people obviously it blew up and everybody did relate in some way but mm-hmm. he never altered anything he kept it to what he knew the places he knew you know, the, 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 all the trials and tribulations he would face in South Central. He never steered off of it. Yeah. He's keeping it real. He's keeping it real. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, it's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so which do we want to talk a little bit about what, what day is this good day? Sure. So I'll get into it. And, and this is, and this is this is a theme that I think I'll probably end up bringing up often in in these conversations that I think once once art is released it belongs to the public that you know the artist is great and what you've put into it but then you know as you know podcasts like this where we're talking about films and songs and other things and and it's really you know, I'm interested. Yeah, what what is how does the audience interpret things? How does the audience feel? And to a certain extent, that's separate from the act of creation. So officially, Ice Cube has said this. There is no particular good day. There is not a, a day he had in mind when he was writing this. This is just an imaginary mm-hmm. example of a good day. And to that, right. I say, good day to you, sir. <laughs> okay. See, that's now I I, <laughs> I sit with Cube on this matter. Okay. I I think we have to go by what the artist says. Oh. Now, now, this is not the podcast for it, but our friends in the movie by minute community, we have the Star Wars situation. That's another deal. That that's something for another time because, oh yeah, the Lucas and rearranging the the movies, a lot of yeah. So 
that's a little bit uh, of an argument against what I'm about to say. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't, you know, isn't, yeah, when the artist goes back and, right. and remixes or remakes or comes out with special edition. Um, so it sounds like you may, you're a little bit more open to that, I, to, to an artist wants to revisit a work. I, I, I actually am, but recently, as we've been seeing with with Star Wars, it, yeah. I do see the other side. And and please don't let's you're you're of the mind of it's released and it is now into the public and should not be altered. Yeah. So so the the reason we're we're kind of going down this road is is um let me find make sure I, I, we give credit where credit oh, yes. is due. Cube did say it is not a particular day. I, that Cube is said a, this is not a particular day. And to that, I said good day. Um, <laughs> so a, a gentleman, I assume it's a gentleman. So someone, a person, uh, well, no, an entity. Let's let's <laughs> not. I don't want to jump to conclusions and correct. Um, you know, it's a it's a spectrum. An entity going by the name Donovan Strain mm-hmm. uh, did some sleuthing and mm-hmm. used some clues from you know context clues from within the song to determine which day mm-hmm. was the good day that ice cube was talking about. And again, okay. this is non, this is non-sanctioned by the artist himself. And, mm-hmm. and this is a, it's a special day in my life. In addition to being ice cubes, good day. Mm-hmm. But so Donovan strain using context clues from the song and the lyrics determined that ice cubes, good day was January 20th, 1992. Yes, I did. I did see that. And and just kind of quickly, what what were the clues? What were the particular things that tipped them off? Is well, they were watching Yo MTV Raps, um, which uh, aired in the U.S. on MTV from 1988 to 1995. So that narrows down the window. We mm-hmm. also have the the album uh, comes out early 1993, so I have an end date. Obviously, the day would have already occurred before the the song was recorded. So it's between 88 and 93. Mm-hmm. We know the Lakers beat the Supersonics, so we can look up the NBA schedule. And uh, I don't follow the NBA too closely these days, but I was able to go back to the the very helpful basketballreference.com and look up uh, LA Lakers schedule and when they played and beat the Supersonics, and you get a set of days. Mm-hmm. And then Donovan went deeper and came up with um, look through historical uh, weather reports and found days that there was no smog in LA and then kind of cross reference that with um, at this point by the early nineties uh, ice cube would have got, was into acting mm-hmm. and was um, you know, most notably in the film boys in the hood. So kind of correlating good weather days in LA days when the Lakers beat the super supersonics. And when ice cube was not known to be filming a movie or recording an album when he would have had, just a day to lounge around with his friends. And he come up with January 20, 1992. Mm-hmm. And, and I love this day. This is a, a, an important day in my life because that was my 21st birthday. Okay. January 20, 1992 was, uh, was the day I turned 21. Okay. So I, I agree with, uh, I'm with ice cube. That was a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Now I will I will uh, I'll paint the other side in, in kind of fairness equal time there is there's some difference on the internet and it wouldn't be the internet if uh if there wasn't you know a, another side to it they suggest a couple of the issues with one is he talks about getting a a beep from Kim at that point in 1992 
Um, we're assuming the Kim is Kimberly Woodruff, who is now Ice Cube's wife, his, his longtime wife, and they got a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. At that point in 92, she would have been eight months pregnant. So maybe mm-hmm. it'd be unusual to get a, a booty call from a woman who's who's eight months pregnant. And I get, you know, this is Ice Cube. But this now. is, but also, you know, that I, and I, I've never been pregnant. I'm not a doctor or anything, but like, I do the hormone things happening. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, you know, just because she's pregnant doesn't mean she's not interested in being close with her man. So that, that call could still come. Another thing is I, and I didn't, I have not independently verified this, but supposedly uh, so that January 20, 1992 was a Monday um, and yo MTV raps didn't air on that day, supposedly, mm-hmm. which I kind of dismissed. So I'm like, okay, maybe like, you wouldn't have a new episode coming out that day, but they probably reran it a couple times throughout the week. So even right. if it wasn't a new episode on that day, uh, you know, maybe it was a rerun. Maybe someone had taped it. We didn't have DVRs back then, but they taped it on you know their VCR and they were just playing it back. Mm-hmm. They they could have been um, watching YoMTV know, raps on that day. Um, and, and another thing that I think so so the alternative date um, if you if you look on the the Wikipedia page. For the song, it was a good day. the The alternate date that they suggest is November eleventh, nineteen eighty eight. But I don't like that date because of when he talks about he got a he got a beep from Kim. That's you know the the booty call we were talking about mm-hmm. through a beeper. Now beepers existed. Uh, actually, the first the first patent for a, a pager system or a beeper was in nineteen forty nine. And the first service for uh, pager service for doctors in New York City uh, was available in 1950. They weren't widespread in in the 80s. It was really uh, kind of limited range thing. A general use beeper that would that would work kind of anywhere really didn't happen until 1990. It really wasn't until the in the early 90s when it was, you know, you weren't. You know, other unless you were, uh, you know, a, a very high placed professional, someone high up in the government, or you know, an important surgeon that needed to be on call all the time, that you know, even a, a successful uh, musician like Ice Cube probably wouldn't have a pager or or a beeper in 1988. So I don't like that date. I think the 92 date makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. in in that respect. And and as you said. Just because Kim is pregnant doesn't mean she doesn't want to spend time with Mr. Cube. That's so, right. yeah. So I'm going to go by that. So, th- so this very good day is January 20, 1992, my 21st birthday. And uh, yeah, as I recall, what I remember of it, it, it was a good day. So uh, me and Cube have that in common. That's it. That's, that's a pretty cool date. <laughs> yeah. So any, anything else to add? I think that's, that's kind of the bulk of my notes. I, I still like sticking to Cube's vision that it's just a good day. <laughs> that's just me. We've talked about this. This, this might come back with through our, our other episodes. I, I like to look at it as it's, it's just a day. The details don't matter. Mm-hmm. But uh, hey, details this is, it's matter. okay. This is, we, we, I don't know. It seems it's so like it, it jumps. Well, if it was uh, reading the lyrics, it jumps off the page or listening to it. It kind of jumps out of the speaker. Like the, the details are so specific that I, mm-hmm. I refuse to believe <laughs> That it's a it's it's a specific day, and I don't know. So you know what motivation Ice Cube has to lie at this point. I don't know. Maybe he was 
you know, maybe he was supposed to be at work that day and he called out sick so he could go hang out with his friends. Maybe there's some reason he doesn't want to admit what specific day it was. But, mm-hmm. you know, what does he know? He he just, you know, it's just his song. That's right. Does That's that make right. him the expert? but yeah i i mean that's i think we nailed it i mean this is why i love the song yeah it's it's iconic for sure it is it is all right well that's all i've got to say how about anything else the only thing i would say is um if if you'd like to hear more from us or if you'd like to give us some feedback on on what your idea of a good day is or what you were doing in on january 20 1992 you can uh, you can find us at nextscenepod.com and at nextscenepod on social media and then there's always the facebook group the jelly the month club awesome so we'll we'll see you next time on the next scene What the fuck I'm thinking about?